Hello, this is Brother Walter Terrell. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And today we're going to be looking in the book of Acts, chapter number one. And I want to say thank you once again for praying for us. And that's actually what I want to uh, talk to you about today is on the subject of prayer. Because prayer, my friend, it, prayer is a vital thing for the child of God. And so Acts chapter number one, let's begin reading today in verse number 12. And before I do that, let me go ahead and say that um, we're kind of doing things a little bit different today. Uh, those of you that are watching by way of YouTube, you see I've got the uh, podcast mic up and running. And those of you who are listening by way of podcast, uh, I want you to know that I am now on YouTube and you could look up my channel by putting in Walter Terrell, that's T-E-R-R-E-L-L, a.k.a. Taterman, T-A-T-E-R-M-A-N. All right, so with that being said, let's go and get today started. And uh, Acts chapter number 1, verse number 12, the Bible says, Then returned they unto Jerusalem from the mount called Olivet, which is from Jerusalem a Sabbath day's journey. And when they were come in, they went up into an upper room, where abode both Peter and James and John, and Andrew, Philip, and Thomas, Bartholomew, and Matthew, James, the son of Alphaeus, and Simon Zelotes, and Judas, the brother of James, these all continued with one accord in prayer and supplication with the women and Mary, the mother of Jesus, and with his brethren. That's all I'm going to read for the sake of time. May God add his blessings to the reading of the word of God here today. You know, people who love Jesus, they desire to have a close relationship with them. And friend of mine, if you've ever been saved in a length of time, I'll go ahead and say it right now. Every one of us need a close relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. People who love him know the importance of private prayers and the importance of family prayers in their relationship with God. We also know just how important it is to pray together as a church family as well. And we should understand that the only hope for America, my friend, and the church is a mighty movement of Almighty God. And friend, the time is urgent. The time is now. And we need a move of God here in our beloved homeland, more so now than ever before. If we were to see, if we are to see revival one more time before Jesus comes, uh, friend of mine, we need to get back on our knees, not in protest, but on our knees in prayer to Almighty God. And with that being said this morning, I want to, uh, uh, with the help of the Lord, I want to bring a thought on the subject, the great prayer meeting. The great prayer meeting. First of all, let me say that there could be one reason why our nation is the way it is today, simply because of the absence of prayer meetings. Amen. It could be that the reason that things are going on the way they are, uh, because people are not praying just like they used to. The absence of prayer meetings. I mean, absence of prayer meetings will reveal the condition of the church. A church posted this on its sign that reads something like this. It reads, the church is dying on its feet because it is not living on its knees. I say amen to that. Let me say it again. The church today is dying on its feet because it is not living on its knees. It has been estimated that less than 10% of church members actually go to prayer rooms in our churches. And someone once said that prayer meeting is the pulse of the church. And friend of mine, if that is true, uh, we need to be very concerned about the future of our churches right here 
in America, amen, and uh, or anywhere that you're living. We need to be concerned about the futures of our churches in the world, amen. I mean, friend, we need to come together and unite as in one accord, just like they did in the upper room, and pray to Almighty God that God would send a revival uh, to his people. And friend, it's like this. Everywhere I go, I hear people complaining and talking about prayer being removed from school. And, and friend, let me say this way. That's not true in the student's case. But the sad truth is, if we really step back and look, there is an absence of prayer meetings in churches which reveal the spirituality of the church, and which is either sick or dead. See, Spurgeon, he said this, that great preacher of yesteryear, C.H. Spurgeon once said, he said, the condition of the church may be very accurately gauged by its prayer meetings. I say amen to that. Not only does absence of prayer meetings reveal the condition of the church, but absence of prayer meetings reveal uh, the commitment of the Christian. Our prayer lives will reveal our commitment to the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we pray a little, it is because Christ has so little part of our lives and spiritual growth and maturity can be measured by the commitment, my friend, of the Christian's life. And little prayer produces weak Christians. Yeah, we sing that song, let us have a little talk with Jesus. And amen, friend, let me tell you right now, that's what a lot of Christians do. That's all they do is have a little talk with Jesus. I mean, when's the last time you and I have really gotten on our knees and prayed to God more than just a little uh, 10 cent prayer, more than just a little now I'll let me down to sleep prayer. I'm telling you, friend of mine, we need to get in that prayer closet, get wherever you pray to God and fall upon our knees and call upon the one who's able to heal our land. Amen. And talk with him and, 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 and just supplicate with him amen and just uh, call out to him and ask him to heal our land not just lord heal our land amen i mean friend of mine get down to the business of prayer and it's like this uh, uh, a man's influence in the world can be gauged by his prayers the child of god who has victory over temptation and peace during suffering as a child of god who has committed himself to the practice of prayer. And so that's where we see the absence of prayer meetings. It reveals the condition of the church. It reveals the commitment of the Christian. Secondly, today, we see the aim of prayer meetings as well. The very aim of prayer meetings. What is it? Well, the aim of prayer meetings is to exalt God. The exaltation of a holy God. Jesus, his model prayer starts out with our Father, which are in heaven, hallowed be thy name. That's Matthew 6, 9. And the aim of prayer meetings, my friend, is to exalt Almighty God. Not to lift up ourselves like that of the publicans did in the New Testament when they say, I pray this so many times, I pray that so many times, and I pray so long. But friend of mine, I'm telling you right now, when you and I go to the Lord in prayer, is to exalt the one whom we are praying to. And um, we focus on his holiness and acknowledge his presence while we offer praise and thanksgiving to his holy name. In praise, we exalt his holy character, and with thanksgiving, we express our gratitudes for his blessings upon you and I. Hey, friend of mine, we still live in a blessed nation. And prayers that please God come from those whose hearts have a passion for his glory and will be and will to be done on earth. Amen, friend. Let me say it again. Prayers that please God come from those whose hearts have a passion for his glory and his will to be done upon this earth. There are five things that we should consider when we are praying. 
They are that the purpose of prayer is to exalt God. The point of prayer is to discern God's will. The persuasion of prayer is to change us, not God, but to change you and I. And the profit of prayer comes from our submission to God. And the privilege of prayer is making our prayers, our petitions, and supplications known unto Almighty God. Amen. And then also we see the... Um, the aim of prayer meetings is not only to exalt the Holy God, but also the aim of prayer meetings is to experience the very heart of God. Experiencing the heart of God is to experience the love of God because you know God is love. Amen. He certainly is. Our relationship to God is built on love because we love Him because we, He first loved us. And in prayer, we are drawn closer to the Lord. In prayer time, you and I, we draw closer to the one whom we talking to. And friend, it's like this. Jesus said that we are to continue in his love and to keep ourselves in the love of God. And you see, God pursues a love relationship with his children. And in prayer, we can experience God's presence. We can experience God's power. And we can experience God's love. And when we don't pray, it is a sin. Amen. How many of you out there listening today uh, believe it's a good thing to pray? Amen. Well, guess what? The Word of God says, To him that knoweth do good and doeth it not, to him it is sin. And so if we fail to pray, we're sinning. It breaks the fellowship with God and hinders our spiritual growth. Uh, and we are to draw nigh to God and he will draw nigh to us. But in order to do that, my friend, we must pray and, of course, read the Word of God too. But we must pray in order for that to happen. Also, we see the aim to prayer is not only exaltation of God. Not only is it experience the heart of God, but also aiming, the aim of prayer is to expectation, the expectation to hear from God. Amen. I mean, friend, prayer meetings are a waste of time if we don't believe we can hear from the Lord. And prayer meetings are a waste of time if we don't believe that God can answer our prayers. When we doubt the importance of prayer, we are doubting the words of Jesus who told us to pray. Amen. When you and I doubt the presence of prayer, when you and I doubt the importance of prayer, we're doubting, we're doubting the words of Jesus who told us to pray. A great evangelist of yesteryear by the name of George Mueller. He left a lifelong record of his prayer life. He would write down his prayers and when they were answered. He recorded more than 25,000 answered prayers. And when asked by a friend what his secret was to getting his prayers answered, his reply was simply, have faith in God. Amen? Simply to have faith in God. That was from George Mueller, that great evangelist of yesteryear who started orphanages, uh, I believe, over in England, somewhere around that area. And friend of mine, every time that man answered, or every time that God answered that man's prayer, he would write it down and he would go back and this recorded in his prayer journal over 25,000, amen, 25,000 answered prayers as a result of him praying and pleading and asking God. Amen. And friend, it's like this. God wants you and I to pray. There's not a prayer too deep, not a prayer too long, not a prayer too personal, not a prayer too specific that God will not answer for you. Amen. As long as it's prayed in the will of God. Well, so far, we have seen the absence of prayer. We have seen the as aspect of prayer meetings. But last of all today, we see... Um, uh, well, we see the aim of prayer meetings, but last of all, we see the aspect of prayer meetings. 
What is an example of prayer meeting? Well, in the aspect of prayer meetings, uh, church history reveals the importance and the impact of having such meetings. Amen. Before Jesus ascended, he told his disciples to wait into Jerusalem until they be endued from power from on high. They were There were a total of 120 believers who gathered in the upper room and they all continued with one accord. Amen. Not against each other, not fighting one another, but they all continued in one accord in prayer and in supplication. They prayed 10 days until the day of Pentecost happened, and the power of the Holy Spirit uh, came upon believers as Jesus had promised, and friend, 3,000 souls were saved, and the church was born in response to their obedience to prayer as Jesus had instructed. And friend of mine, if we would pray about things instead of bellyaching and complaining about things, we might see some things get done for the glory of God. Amen? That's just one of many great examples about uh, this subject of prayer and prayer meetings. We see the example of prayer meetings. We also see the effectiveness of prayer meetings. Someone once said this. Someone once said that prayer meetings were the arteries of the early church. And I believe it, friend. For through them, life-sustaining power was derived through their prayer meetings. The church was birthed in a prayer meeting, as in Acts chapter number 2 and verse number 42. As a matter of fact, um, let me read that verse of scripture to you real quickly. Acts chapter number 2 and verse number 42. Here's what the Word of God says. The Word of God says here. Um, let me find it here real quickly. Uh, beginning in verse 40. Here it is. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And so, friend of mine, the church was birthed in a prayer meeting. And as you read through the book of Acts, you will see the effect, effectiveness of prayer meetings on the young church. And they continued prayer meetings. And they witnessed the power of Almighty God. And friend of mine, you and I, who are saved by the grace of God here in 2020, and friend of mine, you and I who are saved, we can have that same kind of power on us as well if only we would pray if only we would pray friend we need to get back to prayer and friend we're gonna we can change the world we can change our nation we can change our community we can change our churches we can change our community our country if god's people would call upon him and pray amen uh j edwin Orris, who was a baptist pastor in england he said no great spiritual awakening has begun anywhere in the world apart from prayer. Uh, C. H. Spurgeon put it like this. The church does not earnestly pray together, cannot hope to see revival and renewal. We shall never see much change for the better in our churches in general until the prayer meetings occupy a higher place in the esteem of Christians. And to that I say amen. So as I close today, let me say this. Praying together is one of the means that God uses to bring about revival and a close relationship with Jesus Christ, and that will determine how committed we will be in our prayer life. Amen? Praying together brings the power and presence of God upon the congregation who love and desire Him to be enthroned in their hearts in church. And I'll say, I'll say this by way of closing today. May we pray for revival and see what God will do in our lives. Friend, it's all about praying. We need to get back to praying. So let's pray for one another. Let's pray for one another. Pray for our nation. Our nation's in turmoil right now. Our nation's in chaos right now. 
We need to be praying that God will intervene. Pray that the Lord Jesus will save those who are, who are lost. Pray that the Lord Jesus would soon return, amen? And I know we're living in the last days. We've been living in the last days since the days of the Apostle Paul. But friend of mine, I truly believe we're closer now than ever before. But until Jesus comes, we need to pray, amen? Until he returns, we need to pray. And so with that being said, I want to say thank you once again for tuning in today. May the Lord richly bless you is my prayer. And wherever you're listening at today, whether it be daytime or nighttime, maybe you have a good rest of your day or night just on purpose.